nights. It's gonna be one of them nights. It's gonna be one of them nights. <laughs> it really is. Like, it really is. I'm fucked up, kinda. I'm getting there. Is that chocolate? It has. It's hidden, but it hasn't like punched me yet. It's, it's getting there. I, yeah, I know. I, I'm an edible. I, I fuck with edibles heavy, so I know when it's time where it's like, oh yeah, it's really. <laughs> It's stomping me, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's got me out the fucking game, like straight. Yeah, y'all remember the movie "Do the Right Thing," right? Oh yeah, classic yeah. Spike yes. Lee joint. All right, where them? All right, remember that part where them niggas was like, them old niggas was sitting talking shit. So you had uh, Robin Harris, you had Frankie Faison, and uh, the nigga that was. Uh, Robin Harris, Frankie Face, and the nigga that played uh in oh. Five Heartbeats, he was Eddie <clears throat> Kane Daddy. Yeah. Uh Paul Benjamin. And they was all talking shit about how like the Koreans came in and took <laughs> over like the neighborhood and shit. Say, yo, how oh, these niggas fresh off the boat get a fucking store already and get a fucking business in our neighborhood <laughs> and the brightest minds in our neighborhood can't get shit. And they, they, he was just kind of like trying to break it down. Robin Harris' name was Sweet Dick Willie, bro. <laughs> like, like, what do you think about that? that nigga was giving shorties dick and diabetes. Like, it's just like, you know how, you know how bold you gotta be? Say, like, yo, my name is Sweet Dick Willie. Like, just, just off top, fam. Like, that's crazy. But all that shit reminds me of Pro Field Reserve, but in, like, an alternate universe. <laughs> like, where it's like, yo, these niggas came in, took over a fucking block, and then you got three niggas talking shit in front of it, Benny, Moe, and Marty, <laughs> just, <laughs> just talking shit. And it ain't even, like, on some hating shit. It's just kind of like on some, oh, man, look at this, uh, these niggas riding these bikes down here. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I wonder if they need weed. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, to enjoy some shit, man. And then you got... Franco and Nico probably spinning records inside. Yeah. And just regular shit. It, it, it's, Profile Reserve is like a tree house for niggas, but with clothes for sale. Like, it's like, it's the motherfucking spot. It's our spot, but it's not our spot. It's, it's, it's your spot. It's Chris's spot. But it's our, it's our spot. It reminds me of like, um, like, you know how you watch, used to watch like TV shows and movies and like, yo, that hangout looks really cool. I wish we yeah. had some shit like that. Yeah. So, like, a different world. They had the pit. Um, Boy Meets World. They had Chubbies. Um, Martin, they had Nipsey's. Yeah. Like, yo, I, I, want, I want some of Nipsey's wings. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder what the wings taste like. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's what Profile Reserve is to me. And I know I'm drunk right now and possibly on my way to being high. But... Before it gets out of hand, I just want to give a toast. Get the champagne out now. I need champagne and cups, glasses, something, anything. Like, and get the pour on the mic. Pour it up in the mic, Marty. That wasn't a good pour, but it's not glass. <laughs> I'm like, but, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> that's the only reason. Because it's, like, it's a red cup. It's a red cup. But, hey, the listeners, take our word for it. It was a beautiful pour. He poured it correctly. Wait, hold on, wait, hold on. Get out of the Chris. Get out of the Chris. Get out of the Chris. Yeah, I thought we was we was passing these around, man. Come on. Yeah, we're gonna pour up. Let me try again. And we try again. 
Q, turn up the volume on that. <laughs> In the final edit. It's, it's, it's just not working. It's okay. It's good. Because we know what's there. As long as we know the champagne was in the cup and being poured, we're good. Like, that. that's all that matters. Or grab a citywide. I don't give a shit. Like, it doesn't matter. But we're going to do a toast. Or, and this is a very important toast. Because I've been wanting to make this toast for a long time. But I didn't because I was too fucked up at our own event. <laughs> I've been wanting to make this toast for a long time. I just want to put, to profile reserve, man. Uh, a sit, uh, a team of people who have brought a breath of fresh air to this city. You gave people opportunities, multiple people, and the things that you have built and what you have done for this city made me a believer. Somebody that's like, yo, like, when are we gonna get somebody that believe in us and and all the creatives, not even just creatives, just people. Y'all just. The 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 hospitality that y'all show, everything, man, it's just like it's just beautiful. And like I said, I was already talking about the movie Do the Right Thing, but y'all did the right thing and y'all gonna continue to do the right thing. Yeah. So to Profile Reserve, toast up. The champagne is in there. You know what I'm saying? It's rose. It's rose. We in the legendary dugout. Yes, sir. The one and motherfucking only polite coolery. Hey, Q, I need you to put that polite coolery on this part, nigga. Now, we don't need to edit that out. That's what's happening, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You too late. It's Benny, a.k.a. the part-time Puerto Rican. You feel me? Arriba. The part-time Puerto Rican. You know, Puerto Rico this and Puerto Rico that, nigga. That's, when you see me, that's what you say. We got the master of waves on the boards. Q cold-blooded, the silver surfer. <clears throat> we got Martel Marty, you. the eye in the sky that make all of us look fly, you feel me? <laughs> and then, of course, of course, once again, we got a guest. Chris from Profile Reserve and the legendary dugout. Clap it up for Chris and Profile Reserve. <laughs> if you never snitch, put your cuffs up. <laughs> how, you, how you feeling, bro? I feel good. You feel good. Um, Before I begin, yeah. how's how was your last? How was your week? Before, because we we on Monday. So how was last week? How was, how your was week? last week? Um, I'm adjusting into uh, a new life. I guess a new. A new I mean, life. man, we can, we're already getting really deep, right? But yeah, like, yeah. I just uh, took on a new role with a nonprofit here in the city called ArtScope. Whoa! So I'm the program director. Basically, I'm going to uh, facilitate art throughout the city for youth all the way up to adults in several different mediums, several different ways. Um, but yeah. So, Breaking news. Does there yeah. any champagne for me to pour today? Yeah. I'm going to pour some citywide <laughs> into this champagne right here. Get dangerous. <laughs> but we're going to sell. That is amazing. Yeah. I did also, not know but that. also um, fiercely attacking, you know, what I'm doing with Profield as well. Mm. Right. So, <clears throat> I think stepping out of my comfort zone and taking on some responsibilities and things that maybe I didn't know I was built for or avoided, right? Because mm. I'm a type of, I don't want to do that. Wait, wait, so, I, like, as, as far as, like, stepping out of your comfort zone, is just, what was something that you was like, all right, I don't know about this? Oh, man, like, writing up contracts, doing uh. budgets, like, Things that take... We in the same boat. Right? 
we I, like, I understand, bro. Well, I just I wanna be out here designing t-shirts mm-hmm. and, and dressing cool and like <laughs> eating good and like chilling for, for right. real for real. Like if I could get paid to do amazing. Mm-hmm. But y'all hiring? <laughs> <laughs> I can I could try. You know what I'm saying? I won't be fucked up like I am now on the job, of course. I mean, it's a really, it's a chill job, too. Um, we'll, we'll talk I don't off ask, camera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll talk yeah, off camera. No, um, the people I bring around, I just want them to just be good people. I want them to have kind of, uh, be just as welcoming as I am. Mm. So I think also trying to get the, the people that have came around a lot or continuously always come around are looking for me. Mm-hmm. I think they're still trying to get familiar to the people that are at the shop. So it's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, for real. Like, you can go sit in there and talk to them and get to know them. And, mm-hmm. like, if I welcome them in, they're family. So, like, treat them as family. Mm-hmm. So, like, so, and I think that also it's uh, something as a small business owner that maybe needs to separate from the business some. Maybe the business is not in the same place because you're taking a step away so people don't really come around. Mm. But you have to shift your energy into other things. So mm. you do have to put people in place, but it's kind of weird for the people that have came around. Because yeah, they're so like, it's like, oh, where's it's like, Chris? And it's like, oh, he's off doing something. He's busy. Like, Right. And when they're so used to seeing you yeah, like, t- like yeah. all day, every day. Mm-hmm. It's like, cheers. Yeah. Everybody knows your name. So they're yeah. used to seeing fucking, what's his name? Ted Danson's character. Yeah. Like, if they don't see him, they're like, oh, where's such and such? No, oh, he's handling business, but this is still this, my exactly. guy. Exactly. Like, right? it ain't changed. Yeah. So I think uh, just moving into that uh, just phase of my life has been really eye opening to see what I can take on and, like, still build towards because there's still a long runway for pro field in general. That's, a, that's amazing. You had an amazing last week. Like, yeah. I, I, all absolutely. I did was make stuffed bell peppers. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, no. like, like, <clears throat> bro, like, I, I made them, on, I didn't make them on accident. It was just like, yo, I know I can make a stuffed bell pepper. So I was like, all right, let me just get the ground beef or whatever and like, I fucked it up though. Like, I put, I asked, I was in my crib Listening to fucking R and B, and like I was listening to Cleo Soul just singing my ass off. You know what I'm saying? Like crooning and shit. And I wasn't paying attention to the seasoning I was grabbing. I grabbed some fucking rub, like steak rub, and I don't use that shit except for steaks. Like you know, so I put it on the ground. I'm like oh shit, I fucked up. And but it started smelling like really good. I'm like oh shit, I think I unlocked some shit. So, like, I'm like, yo, I'm going to let this rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So once I pulled them out of the oven after all the seasoning and shit, and I ate it, oh, my God, it was, like, the first time I seen Neil Long. <laughs> it was just like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, I got on my knees and prayed to God and thanked God that no one lives in this household with me because I'm not sharing shit. <laughs> like, I'm not sharing shit, by God. Like, it was a beautiful moment, but that was my week. Like that, that was the whole. That was like yeah. the highlight of my week. Like pretty much, man. But you, the nonprofit, that's that's amazing. That is some amazing. And I, I just it like is. the part where you just like, yo, I don't know how I am at this or how good I am, but fuck it, we ball, right? <laughs> it's like we we right? gonna try. Um, 
why not? <clears throat> I've been entrusted to take the role, so why not do it to the best of my abilities? But also, I think there's an understanding, like, <clears throat> I still have dreams and aspirations as well. Mm. But I think those can all work in tandem. Right. It benefits everybody. You, it's just more doors I, I think that I can continue to open up for people and give more people opportunities as mm. well. And that's the that's the thing that I always like like respected about you. Where like Mo always spoke highly of you before I met you. Mm-hmm. And I remember when he I think we was probably like three years in on Polite Coolery at that yeah, point. When, uh, we started doing video. Cause, uh, I remember Mo had the, it was like the blue and red, like, jacket. Yeah, he, he, yeah, oh, you're right. It was like, when we started, like, recording, like, video recording. He had on the, uh, it was a windbreaker, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, and he, he would always tell me, like, yo, you gotta fuck with Profil Reserve. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what's that? And he's like, yo, it's on the south side. I'm gonna take you there. Like, just, but every time he would mention it, he'd have your shit on. Yeah. Like, I, he, I remember he had on, like, some sweats. Like, yo, them, like, where you get the sweats from? Pro, I'm telling you, bro, I'm going to take you there. Just let me know when you're mm-hmm. free. And um, he always spoke highly of you. He's like, man, they cool as hell, man. Just come through. And he, when I came there, like, bro, you just, it's like I knew you for years or some shit. Yeah. Like, it was just like, yo. Yeah. And then, so then, naturally, how I am, I'm very, like, inquisitive. So I'm like, damn, how long they been around and how long have I been out of the loop? Yeah. And then the, to see that y'all, you basically started, like, in a pandemic. Like, yeah. so that the, that's what kind of... Very beginning. That's where the, the where I was lost at because in a pandemic, every nigga was lost. You know what I'm saying? We was like, what the fuck are we going to do? So niggas is in the crib, sneaking out of the crib, trying to do whatever they need to do. And once outside was, I would say, manageable. <laughs> that, yeah, because... Mo's an outside nigga. I, he's the nigga that shaking hands and kiss babies. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm the nigga that the writer, so I'm always at a computer, just like Schroeder from the Peanuts Gang type yeah. shit, where it's just like my head down type shit. And he tells me, yo, what's going on outside and keeps me up to date on shit. But this nigga was always fresh in y'all shit. And yeah. I'm like, yo, I need some, I need some gear too. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I want, I want cool sweats too, and shit like, and, and that that part where you was, you just spoke on where you you open up opportunities. Like you would, you was giving me so many ideas and just layups, like yeah. perfect lobs, yeah. for for dunks. Yeah, where he's like, "Yo, Benny, you should do this," <laughs> and I and I would be like, "Yeah,", yeah. I'm, and I'm like, "Damn, this nigga's a, I'm like this nigga's a genius," yeah. and. I, my laziness kind of got in the way of that. Yeah. Where it's just kind of like, that was like the most brilliant idea that I could have, I couldn't have come up with that shit. And this nigga just gave that to me. No charge. (laughs) Just like, yo, do this. You're doing it here anyway. Nigga, you might as well do it here. And I didn't do that shit. Yeah. And um, I think I, I've talked about that on the, the first episode we did back. This year or some shit. And um, that was... Because you was just giving me idea after idea after idea. Like, yo, like... He... You taught me that not to sleep on yourself. You you were just like, oh, what do you mean? 
Y'all are polite coolery. Yeah. What the fuck are you coming to me with these vanilla ideas? This is what you... And he, it, it was like Kevin and fucking uh, Home Alone where he move everything off the fucking desk and show you the blueprints. Here it is, nigga. We about to trap the whole house out, nigga. This is what you're going to do. And I was like, damn. And I came front. I got overwhelmed. I didn't know what to do. It was like I was looking at my fears in the face, but I flinched. Yeah. It was like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really got to work. And you showed me that shit where it's like, y'all, you really got to put in that work to bring that, to not not only bring the vision that you had, but exceed the vision. Yeah. Like, and you, I'm glad that you're here in person for me to thank you for that. Because at first, I, I again, it was a, a brilliant event. First of all, let's let's don't yeah. don't get it yeah. twisted. No, it, it was, was an packed. amazing event. Yeah, it was the packed. The champagne was flowing. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. The the Come polite on. the polite profile collab was, was yeah the march sold out. It, on, it was a ama- it was a great time. So, like don't sleep on the event. Yeah, that it shit did was what crazy. it had to do. Yeah, it, right. Yeah. So like, there's other opportunities, but those layups are now yours to take. To mm. you don't need me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm washed up. Like, what, what? <laughs> this nigga, I'm part of non-profit, nigga. Like, yeah. you gotta find some Come shit to now. do. Like, so, I, like, I'm a busy man. So, yeah, like, the ideas are for anybody to take and run with. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do them. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm just a big idea person. You can come to me with anything. And within 20 minutes, I can have something amazing figured out for you. And you did, because I came to you about the, like, shirts. I'm like, how about this? Yeah. And then when, again, I'm I'm a person that knows how to fall back yeah. and let people do what they do. So I had no problem with, like, yo, Chris said we should do this. That's what the yeah. fuck we doing. Like, it, yeah. I had no ego involved. Like, oh, that was my plan, and I wanted to do this. Like, nah, that nigga said, this needs to happen. All right, we doing that. Like, yeah. that's what we on. And you didn't miss. Like, you, 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 you always, you, Mo, Mo mentioned this to me. He's like, yo, he always takes it a step further. Always a step further. Where yeah. it's just like, all right. Like, it's like somebody on, like, has a playing basketball where it's like, all right, do this, do this move here, and then take the J here. He's like, nah. But you are <laughs> like, nah, nigga, dunk on that nigga. <laughs> Posterize that nigga, yeah. embarrass that Absolutely. nigga, bro. Like, yeah. no, one, don't take the J. Hit a spin move, <laughs> yuck up, no. Barbecue chicken alert, yeah. <laughs> barbecue chicken alert. Yeah. That that has all. Hey, Mo was correct in that shit. I'm like, yo, he always took it a step further. I'm like, you right? Because I'd be like, yo, let me stop here. Because then I'm not. I'm not saying that in my mind that I was like, yo, I'm flexing on niggas. Now I don't. I don't give a fuck what anybody yeah. else think. It was just kind of like, yo, all right, this is. I was. I was content with good enough, and that yeah. was the problem. Yeah. That that was the problem. I was really content with good enough, and you kind of showed me, like, nah, nigga, you here for a purpose. Like, nigga, you need to show the gifts. All of it. Yeah. And because we got people's attention, and people's when I have people's intention, attention, that means something to me. You know what I'm saying? And I need to start acting like that. Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, yo, they they giving you their... T- they can be watching, listening to anybody else. Like, you know, supporting other people. But they, nah, nigga, we locked in on you. Like, and that's a Absolutely. privilege. Yeah. And 
you kind of like opened my eyes to that. To be just yo, this is serious. Oh yeah, and, it's absolutely something you guys can do and be successful at it, mm-hmm. whether it makes you rich or successful or not. Right. Right. Because I'm not like, here to maximize still, profits. That's yeah. You you have a gift of just like capturing timestamps and moments like mm. currently what's going on in the city. Right. Like without entities like you, we're gonna lose this documentation. Mm. Right. Right. Ain't no one going around and <clears throat> stuffing a microphone or a camera really in anyone's face anymore. Like, we got the Martys and stuff, but, like, who's really out here just, like, documenting in mm. in your way? So yours would be audio and video. So in 20, 30 years, people can go back and refer to this. Mm-hmm. Right? So we need those things for St. Louis mm-hmm. done in a in a proper format in an authentic format, and that's what Polite Cooley brings. Mm. So I could give two shits if you were (laughs) fucking did the show outside on the sidewalk at a fucking table. Mm -hmm. The fact that Polite Cooley pulled up and, if anything, brought their comfort, uh, put their comfort aside to come in to my space um, and kind of... I don't know. It, it was a, a give and take moment. Mm. Like, I loved everything about it. Like, Me too. So it was an enjoyable time. I, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't change anything about it. Um, those big grand ideas, yes, would have been amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Was it feasible at that time? Probably not. That's probably why it didn't happen. <laughs> Like, I'm only fronting so much. <laughs> I'm only fronting so much. So, hey, that's real. That's real. So, here's the alley oop. <laughs> I'm expecting you to, you know, come and finish it off. Right. But if you don't, we still have the layup is eventually going to go in, and it's still going to look pretty. Right. So... Hey, shout out to Muggsy Bugs. <laughs> yeah, man, because I was like, yo, at the end of it, it was just more, the only thing I was just tripping off of was like, yo, this shit should have been a just a party. Oh, absolutely. Like, because but- I, I learned about like live podcasting, and live podcasting needs to be super interactive. Yes, like it, it's just it, it has to be interactive, and that was like the biggest lesson I learned. Where it's just like. It's pe- it was people there that never listened to polite coolery. Yeah. But it was because it's like, yo, I've heard of these guys. I just want to go and just, and it's that pro field on top of that. Yeah. We just want to show up. And they, they're not going to understand the inside jokes that we have. Right. Or the, or the supporters who listen week by week do. But those new listeners, they, they're not going to be like, yo, I don't get this, you know. And that's where, like, I was like, all right, we should. I should have been more interactive. Like, we all should have been more. Marty tried. He was only yeah. interact. He was the only. Inter- he was, was the only the interactive first. nigga. Marty was the only. Inter- he Give he got it. He credit. understood where he was just like, all right, Give I need yourself, to be more interactive with. Give the- yourself some credit. Yeah. Uh, I've been there what four years now. Mm-hmm. 
Have I did anything else like that since? No. No. There's not too many people built for that moment. It's, I mean, just because we're still on a local scene, mm -hmm. not everybody has the courage to say, or even I'm going to put this amount of work in to put on 100 episodes, and now I have <clears throat> the resume to step up to someone that doesn't know anything about me mm -hmm. and say, do you believe in me? Right. And I go, never met you in a day in my life, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That's what you afford yourself when you build yourself a resume. Mm -hmm. So you, no matter if people are watching or not, you still have to build that resume. So when yeah. someone does say, uh-oh, damn, okay, you got your shit together. Actually, I'm, it's kind of cool that you asked me, someone that doesn't know, the majority of the city doesn't know about. Mm. You guys were, to me, were, oh, Polite Cooley's tapping in with me. I'm just a fucking t-shirt shop. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, what are they, like, they got better things to do. Mm -hmm. They got, like, cool-ass motherfuckers, some of the best of the best in the city or people that are falling through um, when they're just stopping through on a tour, whether it be comedy, music, whatever. Mm. That's amazing. I I don't do that shit. So, of course, <laughs> I'm impressed by you all. I couldn't do this at all. I even if I attempted to. So, like, mm. you're way further than <laughs> than you guys think. So, like, I love to see Polite Cooley back because you have something. And it really just depends on where you want to take it. Yeah, man, Honestly. I, I appreciate it. Whether that. people are watching or not, mm. someone is eventually going to go, let me see the backlog. Yep. Mm. That's a fact. And if there's no backlog... Uh, we can't invest in you. <laughs> mm. as, as, as far as, like, collabs, because I think my thinking at the time was, like, yo, I seen the collabs you done with other people. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that, that's like, that was fresh. Like, I, <clears throat> I want to do something like that. Yeah. And you were so approachable about it. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, uh, talk to Rachel. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it gets me and she'll right? let me know what's I up. I do that now, though. <laughs> Don't be hitting my line. It's going directly to Rachel. What what, what, what was your mindset going into, like, collaborating with people? Is it, is it, it kind of like... the backlog. The backlog? Okay. The backlog or... I could see you were serious about what you were doing. Mm. I like people with like ambition and then when I ask to see something or come show me something and I see results and I can see you're serious about it and let's not keep it twisted it's also about leverage as well too mm -hmm. like people just don't come into profile just to some people come into profile never bought a thing they still yeah. want me to jump on something right <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so it's like everyone has to just be real and like see the leverage and you work with profile I work with you it's for the betterment because mm. now we are touching different eyes, ears, now tactile. Now I'm feeding people. Now I'm getting people a little, you know. <laughs> was, was that always like 
the plan when y'all started? Where no, you, you absolutely not. Because yeah, because that that, <clears throat> no. that 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 was kind of because I've never no. seen something like that where no. it, where you have. I didn't know anybody. No, I was at. Pro I didn't Field. know anybody. I literally did, I opened the store. The only people I knew in this city was my girl, mm-hmm. my son, mm-hmm. um, and my uncle. <laughs> That's it. I was walking down the sidewalk. Went to Elaine's and was like, what's up with this space? Mm. She was like, I own a building. I was like, I want to check it out. I took a tour. I signed the lease. I didn't even have a name for it yet. Mm. That The fact that at one, at one point in time, I was at Profield three weeks in a fucking row. Yeah. For events. Yeah. I, I, I was just like, I yo, and... Yeah. At the time when it was happening, I was like, yo, I wonder if they had that vision for this where it was just Man, like, oh, we no. just have a You know, I, um, I was already in, like, the apparel industry. I would say more on the merch side. Mm-hmm. So I did merch for, like, athletes and artists on the back, on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, would basically come up with design concepts, submit them over, they'd approve it, put it up for sale. I'd find someone here in St. Louis to print it. Mm-hmm. I'd pick them up, pack them up, ship them out, rinse, repeat. Uh, that kind of came to a point where I just needed to move on from it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just needed to end. Um, so this, just coming upon the space was like this like beacon. Like, Ooh. oh, you got the tools. You can do this. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I shut down a six-figure business just to start Profilled. Hell. And put my own money into it. Hey, um, do we have horns? <laughs> like, flex horns? Yeah. This nigga shut down. No. This but, nigga right? shut down a six-figure <laughs> yeah. business. But. You, you called an audible. Yeah. Like, I could have still been doing that, but without that coming to an end, I'm not here. Mm. I'd rather be here than to keep operating something that I just wasn't in love with that I didn't care about. Right. Like, I could have just coasted, but that feeling in my stomach every day of, like, mm. dude, this, this ain't good money. <laughs> yeah, right. Even though it was earning, It's it, right? money, yeah. It's but money, it's but good it was money. like, mm. Right. And then other factors, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you got business partners, you've got, you're dealing with, like, athletes and prima donna like artists and just just weird entertainment like things right and right. people like people screwing you out of money and just all this crap so i was like i can't continue down this path of like being at the beck and call of like the entertainment industry cuz that's what it was turning into did you did you look at it as a hustle or was it just kind of or was it, it was could, an accident that got big really fast? And then the the of course the money was good. The money was great. And he's like, yo, like shit, shit's flowing. We're yeah. straight. And then what, when money gets involved, then people get weird, mm. right? Right. And then it's That's like, why my percentage ain't big enough? And it's like, oh. <laughs> Okay. Well, I, well, let me count the ways. Well, I didn't negotiate that because 
when you're when it's your first successful, you can't tell me there's not too many. When you come from where I come from, I didn't have really have the resources around me. I had a an online company that started making money, and everyone around me doesn't know what to do. Mm. So you're like, hey, I need a lawyer. Oh, go just go talk to your brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, bad advice, right? <laughs> right? Hey, what do I do with this money? Oh, I, I don't. Just, yeah, here. Mm. Right? And no one, like, guiding you to where, like, making the appropriate steps. And plus, like... Mm. But, yeah, just... Yeah. People just got weird. Things <laughs> got weird. Right? Money got involved. <laughs> Money and got and involved. I didn't know how to run a business then. Mm. I still fucking don't. <laughs> I'm a designer like that knows how to build a business. But like, we're figuring it out. Mm. Right? So my thing is, I'm the engine. Come put the infrastructure around me. I just have, mm. haven't convinced someone to do that yet. But I promise once they do, we'll make a shit ton of money together. Mm. You, uh, yeah, I co-sign that. So, Y'all will. That's it. Keep me within the DNA. Let's go get this money. I want to build something. Saint. I want to build something St. Louis has never seen before. You, you on your way, right? Because I, I've never. But seen I can't you. do that because I work at a nonprofit now. <laughs> so, no. But for real, what I loved about Profile when I first got there was. How affordable it was, but <laughs> that should sneak up on you like six lemon drops, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> still- Where I, I come on like, oh shit, yeah. I got about six sweatsuits, nigga. And like, oh, hold up, nigga, this is a car note. <laughs> like, what? The, what did? But I would, I will always be okay with the decision. I have an oversized profile sweatshirt that I don't wear, fam. Yeah, like it is hanging. In my closet. Yeah. It is for shorties who have the opportunity to go one-on-one with the great one. <laughs> that is Benjamin D. Greenheart, nigga. It is like a title belt. Like, where it's just like, yo, you earned this. Here you go, champ. And I just throw the oversized profile navy blue <laughs> crew neck to him. And I go, oh, this shit's comfortable. I know, baby. I know. I have you to thank for that. I, I, I've i never worn that. Because I bought it oversized on purpose. I'm like, I know one of these shorties going to get cold. I know I know they're going to kill. I'm a nigga that's, I'm that old nigga that don't turn on his air, like his heat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be in a, a Sean John Velour suit in my fucking crib. What I love, right, is like, right, like, Profield has this, like, full-on, like, athletic, like, DNA to it, like this, right. like, but then people just love like the sports attire, so they're like doing just like regular everyday things mm-hmm. and like sports attire, and it's weird when it's your own brand too. <laughs> so it's like, oh, like these people really just wear my clothes like an everyday shirt. After, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> after they bought it, it took it out into the wild. Oh, they really like. Put it on the hanger. Yes. It's crazy because I'm not, It's I don't see it, but I know it happens. It's just weird that, like, I can, I'm literally, like, can touch 
feel and see and talk to the people that are coming and um, getting the things that I uh, that I'm putting out to the public. Because to me, every piece that I put out is just it's a, an important piece to me. Like mm. I touch every piece. Like there's not a piece that still goes out of that store that doesn't get touched by me. Hey, no, no. You know, and I'm gonna add to that. I met him. When I met you, I think it was the second or third time I came back. And it, I was looking for something. It was sold out. And you was yeah. like, nah, nigga. I'm about to make this. I'm making you a hoodie oh, right now. Man, nigga. those years were treacherous. And he he just, bro. like, I didn't ask. I'm like, oh, I'm like, bro. hey, bro, you sold out. Bro. It's cool. I wasn't complaining about it or nothing. He's like, no, no, no. I'm about to make you a hoodie. Right now. That makes my sciatica hurt. Right <laughs> he went to the back makes, and made the shit. Yeah, yeah, makes my, immediately. Makes my back and shoulders, like, seize up right now. Like, I was putting in work. Yeah, no. Y'all should have seen me on three, the, that, no, whatever, yeah. that second 314 day. That was the first one. Boy, boy, we was making, I was in the back. It was just, they was tossing me shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you about cap, to be on the commercials, is, donate no. a dollar to this Negro. <laughs> I w- did not expect that um, type of turnout. So, you know, we put out maybe like 30, 40. We like, yeah, it'll, we'll sell mm-hmm. something. No, like people came in droves. And I'm just back there just making stuff, like taking orders. Like they were straight up handing me T-shirts and I'm like back there like making them. Mind you, trying to make them as fast as possible, and they're straight. Right. They're, like, because I'm, like, sizing them up on every shirt, pressing it, and then I'm, like, flip it over. Of course, I over-design, so I've got, mm-hmm. like, three placements. Oh. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and fucking 40 shirts to fucking make. Bro, I... But you know what? That's when I knew, like, yeah, it's all going to be okay, but... That was a lot of work. It that that's insane. It was crazy. It was crazy. I didn't even get to enjoy that three one four day. Like I came out like, yeah, cause, like uh, did y'all have fun? I, I, <laughs> like, I, 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 I missed every three one four day as Baron Profield. But, I think I think um, I've only been to one. The one I missed was like huge. I think that was like twenty twenty two. I think. I don't know, man. We just always try to have fun with it, and it's, um. With not being from St. Louis, I still feel like I have to pay my respects to the day. Oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from the Illinois side. Oh, okay. Like, southern Illinois. Like, southern, mm-hmm. southern Illinois. Okay. So, you like, came here with, I, first of all, yeah. a beautiful mindset to have. Yeah. Because you, you came in as, like, a guest. Yeah. It was like, all right, what can I do to kind But I didn't really come in as a guest. Okay. I'm going to put it this way. Hey, teach And then we can get back to it. Hey, put me on game. So... I was born um, very sick to a schizophrenic mother. So sick that they needed to get me up here to St. Louis. Mm. So my first actual few months of my life, I was here at Cardinal Glennon. That uh, big-ass hospital with the patina. Like, yeah, that's where I basically did all my rehabilitation until I was put up for adoption. Mm. Yeah. So my roots really here. I was born in an ambulance in Illinois and immediately brought up here. Mm. And this is where I, I, you know, however many 
weeks, months, premature. Yeah. But I had an affinity for St. Louis since a child. Like, right. even after that, um, coming up here for baseball games, the zoo, like, Ozzie Smith was like, my the God. Wizard. My God. The right? wizard. Um, but yeah, St. Louis was always on my radar. I have always like loved this city. Yeah. I, I always look forward to it. Uh, I'd always be like down in the bottom of Canetto's with like my uncle, right, and the, my other family members, and I'd be like the only black kid down there. But I'm like <laughs> eat. I'm like on some tourist shit, right? Mm-hmm. So like when you you know eat your Canetto's on the hill, you step out, you go to the Cardinals game. Um, in the old Bush Stadium, though, mm, with arches, right? Yeah. With yep. the, if you lean over too far, you may fall onto the field. <laughs> Boy, we was always in the nosebleeds, too, and always had to leave by the seventh inning most of the time. Wait, because we, when we, we won that, that was the 06 one we won at the old no, Bush, the right? The 06 was in the, the first year, the new stadium. Really? We so we didn't so we didn't win no in the old for, for our generation though because I know we they won it in the eighties yeah that was fire yeah they won in like eighty two eighty three or some yeah, shit because they made it in the eighty eight it was against the Royals I thought Royals. we had at least one in the Bush the old Bush Stadium that oh four but they lost oh uh, the Red, Red Sox Red. Yeah, yeah yeah like no yeah. but that but you, I love St Louis like everything about St Louis like. I wanted every bit of it as a a kid all the way up through, I would say, college. And then I kind of just moved on with life. But then mm-hmm. it, St. Louis came on the radar because me and the <clears throat> my partner, Rachel, we had to decide where we was going to uh, really raise our son. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was from a small town on the Illinois side, a place where I, would, I did not want to raise my son. She's from a small town. Um outside of Springfield, Missouri. So mm-hmm. when she had the kid, I went out to Springfield, Missouri, and um, well, I was like, nah, I ain't not staying here. <laughs> absolutely not. We uh, No, we got to go. Somehow I convinced her to come back to my shithole in town, right? <laughs> and she like, this ain't going to cut it either. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely not. And I'm like, what's wrong, right? Like, mm-hmm. crumbling little town. Like... <laughs> Like, the worst. No, there's there was no reason for us to even be there. Um, so, yeah, we were like, literally, where can we go that will appease the grandparents? Mm. St. Louis. But also, I love St. Louis. It's okay with me. Mm-hmm. I remember coming up the first time when we first were looking for apartments, and uh, we drove down the uh, length of Tower Grove, and I was like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So... And, <laughs> and then someone honked at me, like, like an asshole, because I wasn't driving fast enough, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what I learned in St. Louis was, don't be going down these side streets too slow, right? Because I'm sitting here looking for apartments and shit, right? Or apart- like, I'm an outsider. At this you're making point. sure you're in the right spot. Yeah, I'm yeah. like just up here because we was traveling back and forth. Because ultimately, my previous business is what afforded us to come here, too. Because mm. we were like, okay, like, we making good money. We can go to St. Louis. Like, we can just go open the, move the business all the way up there and just be on our own, right? right. And just be a part of some infrastructure that is not uh, 
that is detached from the small town, small town, small town mindset. Yeah. So we had to come up here because we were just like, the way we just are kind of wired, we need to be around other people like us. Mm-hmm. And we thought St. Louis could fulfill that for just to build a life because, like, we didn't have anywhere really to go. Like, we didn't like where each other were from, so it was like, right. where are you going to go? Like, all right, we, we about to go. And you want to stay close because you want to have some type of infrastructure either way and not be too far. Like, yeah. raising a, a small child on your own is, like, hard work. Very hard work. And then being in a city by yourself. And I was up here. We basically did that for seven years until we met you all, Profile. Mm. Yeah. So walk me through the first time you saw the space. Like, what... You just you just seen it and you was like yo show me this yeah did did you know no instantly like yo I'm I putting need clothes this. in here because that's the industry I was already in mm. but I knew there was like a lack of shopping and there was like a lack of like just being able to just get a fresh ass tea because Facts. because I was um still would take like little custom orders from people, right? So mm-hmm. I still had like some equipment to still make t-shirts in-house. Mm-hmm. So people would be like, hey, I need something for my kickball team. Hey, I need something for my... Yeah. Right? So I'm still making some stuff on the side. And uh, I just knew I could take that concept of making stuff on the fly and building a retail spot off of that. Mm. I knew I could stock it myself. Now, was Cherokee the first spot, or did you have? Yeah. You, did you see anything before that? No, at Cherokee. That was the first and only time that I thought I can open a retail spot in St. Louis. Mm. Like I wasn't openly like I'm looking around to open another brand, another shop. Right? Okay. No, I was already doing my other business. Like what? that was already like on its way to just fizzling the fuck out anyway because of all the weirdness and all like just mm-hmm. the weird partnerships within them I don't know I don't mm. know how to describe it because like <clears throat> they one became successful so he didn't need the infrastructure one was already filthy rich enough and didn't need the infrastructure so they right. were just like meh we're too far away to even have any control because right. I'm kind of a not a control freak but like you invested into me, and then here you come, like, trying to get other, like, do things your way. Like, attach, like, a designer with me. And it's like, no. Yeah, like, bro. You just yeah. invested in me and, like, how I, like, do this. And now you're trying to get your friends, like, you're trying to put your friends on by investing in right, me. Right, right, right. And then that kind of it irritated me because I was like, I didn't sign on to this to put your homies on. Exactly. I wanted a real infrastructure. Mm. So the infrastructure was, oh, here's my homies. And it's like, (laughs) oh, man, I was doing just fine before you came along. Exactly. Type shit, right? Facts. Like, straight up. (laughs) Didn't need need the help at all. Y'all kind of, I already said this previously, but y'all opened in a pandemic. Yeah. How, what was, 
Was it, did you know outside was closing? Or was it before? No. Like, mm-hmm. or did you just like, yo, it's no. outside's closing, we just got to keep going at that point? This is how it went. We got the key in November, <clears throat> did the flip myself, basically, me and Rachel. Mm-hmm. The painting, hanging shelves, painting walls, building furniture, like, straight up. A lot of that furniture is hand-built in that space, just... Mm. Some of the shelving is existing from my previous warehouse that we just, like, repainted, hung up on the walls. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, what, what? I don't want to interrupt you, but were you, were you both like, okay, we're doing this? Or or was yeah. it kind of one more than the other? Or you it's know, me. I'm the driving force, right? She okay. supports me to the fullest, just because she, I don't know. Some right? You have to be kind of insane to like, but do, to run beside me and this but, like but race it, of the, not a race, but like this like uh, this journey of life and also building a business together, right? Like from the dirt up. And being like, okay, you got those designs done. I'm going to make sure the employees are, like, taken care of. I'm going to make sure the taxes are paid. Like, what a lot of people don't know is, like, Marty knows. It's like, there's a big infrastructure behind me, and that's Rachel, right? Right. Um, big part. Huge part. Do you think that's—I don't think that's insane. I think yeah. that's just—I think that's just a part of the, the program. Yeah. Where it's just, it's like, yo, like, this is my partner. Yeah. And it's just like, yo, like, um, I'm all in. You got the, you push the chips to the middle of the yeah, table. Absolutely. All right. And that's I'm been, with you. that's been us, our entire relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been chips in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, when you are building shit from the dirt up, you're taking every fucking dollar, every last dollar, and you're shoving it back into your business, right? right? exactly. And what a lot of people don't, they don't consider is like, when you're bootstrapping, you're bootstrapping your shit. Now, I, right, you can stuff money away, but that store don't look the way it fucking looks like now, right? Mm-hmm. You don't add on the things you add on. Like, right. all that takes fucking money. Yep. I don't got no investor, like, at all. Mm. It's me and Rachel. Mm. Every single dollar, dime, like, no one's funneling us money. Like, we don't, we ain't hitting on these grants because mm. we need a grant writer. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the grant writers don't have availability or no, no, can't no, pay no. them enough. No, that's a fact. So, you'd be like, oh, I write grants. They'd be like, oh, I need your help. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm already writing 10 grants okay. for this season. Damn. But no, it's shout like, out to Rachel, though. It's just, absolutely. For me, always being there, like, I know how instrumental she is in holding it down. So, man, it's, one, it's always good to have a partner in business, but also a life partner, partner you with, and, you know, you share a time and family with. That's super highly important. So, shout yeah. out to Rachel. Yeah. Absolutely. She, she, she's, like, the mother, man. Like, you know, she's absolutely. the mother of all if, this. It's uh, if you know, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. If, if you if you've been around, you know who Rachel is. Yep. And you know, I don't even know if I 
But she be like, oh, you know, people don't know who I am. And I'm like, does it really matter, though? It don't matter because, like, we know. Yeah. The, you don't the, need validation. I don't, I, don't, I don't like putting labels on people yeah. who's important mm-hmm. and who's not. Yeah. But the people nah. who, like, matter yeah. know she's who you what are. she does, man. Yeah, because when she was just like, yo, I made you guys a candle. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, what? A Absolutely. candle? I, st- I haven't burned it at yeah. all because it's like a trophy to me. Yeah. Where I was just like, yo, geez, yo, Chris was like, yo, we call this the white tea candle. Yeah. And oh, I was yeah. just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm not, bur- I, I will burn it. I think I'm going to burn it when I get married, bro. Real <laughs> shit. <laughs> real shit. Absolutely. Like, I, yeah, I ain't got for oh, absolutely. I was like, yo, I'm going to burn this when I get married. Because, again, you are part of, like, the top five moments in my life where I yeah. actually took a picture. Like, all these people came out us. Yes. And I was just like, yeah. yo, I, I, again, I'm thinking, I wasn't nervous, but I was like, yo, we're just going to do what we do. But then when I seen it, it's different when you see it. Yeah. And it's just like, yo, Nico's here. Franco's here. They came through because they my friends. Right. And like, all these people just, people I met for the first time, it's like, oh my God, we've been listening to your shit. Like, my friend, my cousin told me about y'all. And I was like, what? Yeah. And, they, and they, I'm crazy. seeing people tagging us still, yeah. wearing the merch. I was just like, yo, like, and yeah. Yeah. You, you, met, you helped us. It's about these moments, man. Um, there are art pieces that you can't get again. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, these are, really, these are really moments. And you, you can create timestamps for people, too. Um, I'm all about creating experiences for people to just feel something. Now, I don't want to put you on the spot. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not a nigga that puts people yeah. on the spot. <laughs> but you got emotional. Yeah. Like, why? L- let me know what's going through your mind. Because I can't, I can't let that go. Because I like tapping into that. Where you was like, what, what made mm. you feel what you feeling right now? When just speaking on the journey so far. Because it's been a journey. Mm-hmm. Right. I think this is maybe the first time I feel like I've had a chance to openly just discuss it. To, to kind of yeah. vent to Maybe vent. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, because I don't really get to talk about it. Because <laughs> most of the time it's, like, internalized. Mm. And me and Rachel got to deal with it, right? Because mm. you, you don't want to... You don't want to push any of your problems on... The people around you. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, let's keep... We all got our own shit. Exactly. Once we step out of here, we immediately go to our phone and go... All right, what, what I got to deal with? What shit? Yeah. Right? Yup. So... Yep. Facts. We got to create those moments. Mm. Um, because life ain't easy. <laughs> At all. And and no one... And maybe you shouldn't tell right, the youth, mm. <laughs> right? But also, like, some like, be on some, like, realistic shit that, like, you got to, I think, how to deal with things is find those moments that you can still have joy to, mm. but still know how to, like, process the pain. Yeah. Knowing you're going to have moments to have joy. That's, because, again, I, like, I, I respect that. Yeah. I like the passion. Like, it's just kind of like, yo, this, yeah. he cares. Like, I like oh, yeah. people who care. Oh yeah. Like cuz again, we we kind of live in a 
an environment where it's just like, yo, you're not supposed to care. You shouldn't care. I'm like, oh, nah, man. bro. Like, I, I, I want the people I want around me is p- people who really care, who give a fuck. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that you respect the journey that you've been on with you and your partner and just yeah. like, yo, like, we really did that shit, but the, the obstacles that we had to go through yeah. to get, to keep things afloat, just off, just bare minimum, and then our successes on top of that. Yes. All the things that come with it. And that, that's that's important to, to highlight. Yeah. And I just want to, I just want people to be able to see that it, it is possible. Mm-hmm. You just got to push your, your yourself to work at your highest level. Right? Like, you got to set a, you got to see what the standard is, mm-hmm. what's in your immediate, like, surrounding. Right. And then can I match that and then outdo that? Mm. But not create enemies in along the way. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's like just aligning key. with, like, the talent that's there and saying, like, I am of, like, no threat. <laughs> <laughs> Hands <I'm> up. <laughs> literally here to just create and make some amazing things. But then also, like, it's that balance of, like, you got to ride that fine line of it. You can't, not everybody's going to be able to have that experience with you. Right, right, right. Right? So, like, that balancing act of, like, creating moments, but then, like, not having enough time to create moments or uh, the bandwidth to welcome more people through the door, right? Because mm, right. when I opened that floodgate of just talent coming through ProField, like, we was creating magic, but also on the back end, I'm like, I'm physically dying. Like, I am getting sick. I, mm. I'm, I don't feel well. Like, these nights are long. Um, it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. Man. But I signed up for it, right? Because I, I could see how important it was. Oh. I could see how important it was to provide space for everybody. Oh, this, this. <laughs> but I couldn't keep up. Right. So that's what I'm hopefully I'm showing other businesses and other entities to just, we just need a few more spaces, even if it's unconventional. Right, right, right. I just, I can't open the floodgate again. Like, but if someone could like keep pace with me and like a few other businesses would be like, yeah, we can take, and a little bit more hip-hop. We can take in a little bit more, like, whatever the hell, spoken word. But them being, like, nice spaces. And I think that's what was awesome about, like, being able to invite you guys into my space. It was, like, it just looked different than some other spaces. Right, and uh, and, and that's a fact, because that's where, when I, we was, uh, we was in Dallas, and I, I told her, again, I'm, I'm the ambitious one, I guess yeah. you would say, and I was telling mom, like, yo, mo, like, we about to do something at Profile. Like, it's time. And it's like, yo, when we, we kicking it right now, but when we get back to St. Louis, I, I'm going to be in that mode where it's like, yo, we got to focus. Yeah. And he's like, all right, bet, I'm all in. And just seeing or or hearing now as as a friend where you were taking so much on your plate, like, yeah. where you just like, yo, like, yo, I can't physically 
Couldn't keep be. doing this. I lost 15 pounds. I ain't put it back on. <laughs> Rachel keeps saying, are you dying? I'm like, I don't know, but, like, uh, I keep waking up. We're good. Now, now <laughs> do, do you feel, like, was it, again, I don't want to, I'm not one of them niggas that be like, yo, I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. Um, was it because you you felt like you couldn't say no? Or was it more like business oh. oriented where it's like, yo, this is going to be good for the business? No. Or what What was your mindset at that point? Where you, where you knew where you were kind of like just physically just worn down and uh, you just kept going? Yeah. Um... That's a good question. So basically, just physically, I just couldn't keep up with it. Because I, I was still at that time still making a lot of the things, mm-hmm. right? Like still like back there like Right, because you still have your day-to-day. Making things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, while like it turned into like I started getting involved in the process of planning them because I wanted them to, to match where I saw ProFilled at, right? So mm-hmm. it was like, okay, if we're going to do this and we're going to do it ProFilled, we're going to do it with, like, the necessary tools. Mm-hmm. So then it it started, like, I'm having to, like, find the right people, the right equipment, the right... And I'm like, oh, this is becoming a lot. Like, this is actually turning into, like, an event center. Yeah. And it started getting, like, a, 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 more than I thought, right? Right. I just couldn't keep up with the pace of it anymore. Like, it really was. It was like having a concert, everybody go home, clean up, we'll see you in two or three weeks again with a great performance. Right. Again, And then with a party in between and a merch drop, and it just was, it was a lot. I I only could keep up for so long. Like That shit shocked me so much. Again, I was, I'm like, yo, Pro forgot another shit again? Yeah, but but I a felt as as a, a consumer and as a fan, I was like, yo, I got to be there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was just yeah. one of those things. I, I was like, yo, Chris and Rachel yeah. are going all in. And yeah. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to be there. Yeah. yeah, it was also, like, especially that pandemic, because it was kind of coming out of it. Because it was just all... Because yeah. the first 314 day was, like, 2021. 20, yeah. And it was nothing else to do. And yeah. it's like, that's why it, it was like, man, we, we meet that profile. And it was just such <laughs> a... Glorious day, the it's shirt and all that, day. and then that. It's a year after. Was now it was still twenty twenty one. You did, yes, we did the merch twenty twenty one. Yes, yeah. it was two years. Yeah, so yeah, so that summer it was just like yeah, because I remember because I had floor fresh. So I was like, well, I ain't got nowhere else to do floor fresh. Yeah, and it was I there. Was, and it was yeah, that. Right? And I was there. But also, I remember the meetings we was having. Yeah. I would always be at Profile, and it was just like, well, I just did this event the week before. Yeah. And we just did, like, polite coolery drop, like, that early July. Yeah, so, the like, top of July. And, and so, at the end of it. Yeah, so it was just like knowing and seeing Chris, like, all right, I got another job to do. All right, let's work on it. It's just like, you had that go-getter spirit. But it was just like, it was super needed. At that time too, it was just like you was that yeah. boy. Again, again, it, it was it was more so that we we felt as again I I'm I'm a former artist like rapping and shit where venues aren't as welcoming as you was oh, like where it was just like the moment, moment they hear hip hop. Oh, imagine niggas, and, they, and venues had the temperament or like the 
just about a couple mm-hmm. of people that just, I would say, have my ear and the funds and like, bro, nothing pops off at these shows. This is the safest fucking shows you can go to in the city. Bro, like, it- bro we, we have kickbacks, we've had shows, we've had everything you can name over the last almost four years. Mm-hmm. We're respectable grown-ups. Just mm. open up the door. <laughs> we have money to spend. We have great ideas to um, activate your spaces. Like, just open up the door. Like we can I, all have some fun together. Uh, again, I don't. I, I would. I remember we talked about this. I want to say like a year or two ago, and we again we were just talking, just shooting the shit, and talking about like venue spaces. Yeah. And I kind of felt where it's just like, yeah, it makes sense to kind of move it from the the store. Again, like, at the beginning, I was like, yo, this is the headquarters. Like, there's there's three places in my life where I felt like, again, it feels like cheers. Where it's just like, yo, I'm everybody knows my name. I'm going there. I feel like the yeah. fucking man. If, like, remember, uh, the movie fucking uh, Goodfellas, where... Yeah. Uh, fucking Henry goes on the first date with old girl, brings it to the back of the Copacabana. Like, yo, like, this yeah. is the spot. Profile felt like that. Blank Space felt like that. Sophie's feel like that. Yeah. Th- those are the three hair... Qu- it's like the trifecta. Yeah. Where it's just like, yo, we pulling up. We them niggas. We, yeah. we, we like, yeah, like, we know the owners, but yeah. we don't, we don't, we don't flex that, though. We don't be like, yo, we can do whatever the fuck we want. No, we respect you know the spaces. What? Everyone has respected Profield up to this point. Never has anyone, like, done something so damaging mm-hmm. that I'm like, no. Right? So, knock on. Well, I would I would get one? on a ass if some but shit like, happened like that, I, dog. Someone told me they was like, the space is protected. Yes, right? very. And I took that to heart. And that's not to say... If, right? Dog. But up to this point, everyone that comes in, I think they know, like, how important the space is, I think, to me and to the people that are in it, because I think you can feel the temperament and kind yeah. of what's, like, what's allowed, what's, like, how you should, some decorum, some, but, right. like, still have a good time. Yep. I don't think anyone's really ever, like, straight on dropped, like, a plate of food on it, like, a thing of shirts like nah I never maybe heard a of spilt it. drink on something right but like never have I, someone been like hey, someone just ruined like hundreds of dollars worth of like mm-hmm. ever in four years of like consistent activations within the space yeah the Amazing. only thing I've heard Amazing. you the only thing I've ever heard you or you're just like yo I gotta cut this off y'all niggas just can't be coming in the back <laughs> like, nigga, nigga, cut that shit out, nigga. Hey, man. And that well, nigga's like, yo, no more. Hey, the polite coolery uh, crowd be treating it like a fucking uh, club. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfuckers, is a fucking train from. <laughs> I think I see Mo's ass 20 times. Where the fuck you going, Mo? <laughs> <laughs> Get uh, more champagne. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I had to get the rope shit for y'all. Maybe not. I don't know. No, it, like, was, it oh. wasn't us. It couldn't have been us. Because yeah. I think, But no. I remember, like, no, that, that it rope. Past the rock. It was past the rock. Yeah. That's what it was. Because niggas was okay. back there kicking it. Like well, they... I should have had it for uh, Polite Cooley. I, I should, someone working the door. Cause... 
Y'all was wearing that fucking bag. I think the bathroom been fucked up since the plug coolie party. <laughs> I, I fucking seen ain't been right since. I'm, I'm, oh, I don't know, but I'm going to blame it on y'all. Because <laughs> <laughs> it lines you. up. That's all I'm going right. to say. It lines up. I'm going to tap into you yeah. real quick. Like, what is, from what I'm getting, so small town, Illinois. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Like, what was some of, like, your influences overall? It don't have to be in clothes. Just, like, just yeah. you that shaped you oh, as you. Man. Um, it was a little bit of everything. But I did love, like, pop culture things, right? hmm So... Vividly remember, like, as a kid, like, trying to, you know, pin a pin an S-curl on my forehead, right? <laughs> like... Not the Superman I'm, curl, bro. But mind you, mind you, I'm adopted. I'm I'm being raised in a white household in a white town. Mm. So, like, what I'm consuming is through, like, if I get a hold of a magazine or I see something oh, on TV yeah, yeah. or exposed to something. So I would gravitate, like, to... So, like... I must have been exposed to a lot of Michael Jackson because, like, I had some, like, red leather jackets and shit and some baby <laughs> pictures and stuff. And, like, I distinctly remember trying to, you know, get the S curl on my forehead. But, like, yeah, um, just everything around me that I could get my hands on is what I consume. But I was mm. consuming everything. So Not I- just, like... So I'm consuming... I'm consuming black culture right through the pop culture lens. Mm-hmm. I'm also seeing white pop culture through the through their lens because all my homies are white. They're trying to skateboard or they're tr- play football or mm. right. Um, so I'm just kind of like in this. I've always been a social butterfly. Mm-hmm. I could sit anywhere in like the lunchroom, right? Right. Like, I just got along with everybody. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. I put all the pieces together. I figured out how to just kind of bounce through society and how to consume things to just, I don't know, figure out who I was. Because when you're just dropped down into some, like, town with, like, no, nothing around you that you're even interested in. So, obviously, I'm like, what's that, the Sports Illustrated? What, right. what is that? that? A Jet magazine? Like, mm. get one or two, right? Like, so you're piecing this together, and then you're at your white friend's house, and you're like, what is this? <laughs> right? And you're seeing, like, some... I Actually, I remember the first time I seen an MC Hammer video. It was actually... At my brother, my adopted brother, so he's older than me, he's white, and mm-hmm. he had his own apartment like a couple minutes out of town. And I remember we sat down, he turned on uh, MTV, and I seen uh, Michael Jackson, uh, uh, an MC Hammer video. Mm-hmm. Was it? Um, I don't remember the song. But that was like life changing for me. And I was like, oh, this is MTV. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard of this MC Hammer. Mm-hmm. I need more of this, right? So now I'm like, I'm probably like, who's got cable? <laughs> right? Right. Hey, I'm staying over here tonight, right? <laughs> 
For real. Like, that's how I got to consume shit, right? Mm. Like, and to play all the, like, the dopest, like, video games. Mm. I had homies that would be getting, like, fucking brand new Jordans for, like, Valentine's Day. Like, OG Jordan. Like, like here, happy, like, Easter. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? So I had homies, but, like, they weren't, like, rich. But, like, their moms were, like, teachers. That's when, like, teachers had, I guess, a livable income. Like, mm. you know. It's probably still Talk the same salary it. now, right? Talk about but it. But back then, I don't know. Teachers, everyone in my town was either like a teacher, like a nurse, or they worked at like a factory, right? Mm. Like it was very just blue collar, middle class, like white town. Right. So I hung with the people that just were different, and we were all like, we don't belong here. Mm. Damn. I like that. Because I tell people, I fell in this gray area. I, so being raised the way I was, white people didn't want me around just because I was black. And then black Mm. people didn't think I was black enough because I was raised on the white part of town. Mm. Not by my choice. right? Right. So when I'm going to school and the small amount of, like, black kids in the school are like, you ain't one of us. Right, stay right. over there. Like, nah. We know what part of the tracks you, you get to stay on. But mm-hmm. I didn't get that choice. I was adopted. Right, So right. It was just, uh, just one of the things. So I had to dive into just my own interests. Like, I didn't have a big circle. Mm-hmm. Didn't, have a, didn't have extended family. Because, like, most of the extended family disowned my adoptive parents because they adopted a black kid. Right. So they're like, we're out of here. So I don't have the grandma, the grandpas. I don't have the aunts, the uncles. Like, I just have the immediate, like, adoptive family. And then Rachel and Kingston. Do you feel that helped you today? As far as, like, like from from you knowing that and going through that, do you feel that kind of benefited you? Kind of give you, like, some armor where it's just like, okay, I learned that early. Oh, yeah. So now I'm like... Yeah. And I learned how to just be in all the rooms. Mm. It's like survival. It's like, who's gonna, who's gonna, who's okay? Like, who's okay with me coming around, right? Mm. But it always had to be, like, based on my talent. Or, mm. like, based on, like, how well I could did, do Did something. you feel like you had to be twice as good? Yes. I've always been an overachiever to get people's attention. Yeah, right, right. right. Because... Well, I'm 5'3". <laughs> You're a short king, my fam. You're a short I've, king, my buddy. I've got to figure out a way to be seen somehow. Mm. I, that was just, a, I guess, part of my personality. So my way was just through art and creating and my fashion and whatever else I could put people onto. I love putting people onto shit, too. Yeah. Like, for real, for real. I love, like... I kind of love stamping people. Yeah. It's fun. It's great to, like, acknowledge someone else that's doing something dope. And then the people that are tapped into you take your word for it. Mm. And then you can all, like, move together as a unit, right? And keep locking arms with people that align with, like, where you're all trying to go. Just organically. I think it just naturally happens. You just... In this small business world of St. Louis, you just, 
okay, you're a real one. You're good peoples. Yeah. Right? And even, like, the people that come through the store, too, it's like you figure out who's the good, who's the good people, who who to, like, give that energy to to be like, yeah, come back through, right? Yeah. Because there's the interaction where it's like, yeah, thanks, thank you for your, you know, coming through. But there's also, like, we may chopped it up with a new customer that just came in for 30 minutes. It's like, damn, you good people. It's like, hey, we got we have kickbacks every other Friday. Like, fall through, right? Because also, like, selfishly profiled is a space for me to just get like-minded people in the same room. Mm. Selfishly, it's for me to build my family, my circle, my friendship. It's my, ultimately, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like, sounds weird, but like, my clubhouse. Again, again, and it's like, like it's a treehouse for news. And, and people like just that just like, and I don't even want to name it like that. It ain't on some like, I don't know, but it's just a space. It's like if you get it and you just are just looking to be really, it's take the talent aside. Yeah. Take away, take away, strip me down from being a part of the creative scene or right. any scene fashion scene are you just a good person in general thank can you. i have a conversation you. with you oh my and God. can we connect on something outside of like this singular like uh when you're a creative you got to be very selfish yes because you are very like look at my shit right look at my shit buy my shit mm-hmm. and then try to act like Oh, I'm not about myself, right? right. <laughs> you have, yes, facts, you have, facts. You have to have that courage. I yeah. don't care whether you're putting music out to the public or a shirt out to the public or a photo out to the public. Whatever that is, you believe in your talent and your vision enough to put it out there. Yeah. That takes some courage because there's a good chunk of people that will never put anything out there in front of anyone, ever. Mm. But you know what? we could be missing some of the greatest talent we've never seen because they don't have the courage to show what they are capable of. Mm -hmm. So it takes places like ProField to hopefully get people to feel comfortable enough to at least go towards something. Yeah, yeah. That, like, you legit can, like, you can do this. Yeah, because... Like, if I unarchived all of my Instagram, you'd see a fucking insane story. Mm. But that's not where we're at right now, right? Right. We're in the here and now. Yep. We'll go back to the past. When it's time for When it's time. Yep. But, like, this is who we are now. Because you guys are... Because the one thing I learned from y'all is that y'all about making change happen. Yes. Where it's just like, it's... If it's... If it's if you're not about change, making change happen, I don't want to be a part of it. I'm Absolutely. not saying that you're bad or you're a terrible person. It's just more so of like, hey man, like I'm 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 in it for different stakes. Yes. Whereas like, for example, when I I only take advice from people who I know for a fact will help me. Yeah. Whereas like I, I respect opinions of what about what I do. But it's like, yo, I, I think in the back of my mind, like, yo, would you help me if I asked you? So if if the answer is no, I put that opinion to the side. And it's just like, yo, like, because you're not in it to help me change something. You know, like, 
you guys are about changing things. Yeah. Where is I always always felt that that energy. Where it's just like, yo, this isn't somebody who's just like, yo, I, I'm buying something and I'm just a customer and I'm just a number. It just felt like, hey, mm. like, yo, like, yeah, we sold you this hoodie. Yeah, mm. we sold you these sweatpants. But let me give you some advice on this. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Because I will dole out some advice and you let me yeah, start like, talking. And, like, hey, how are you feeling? How's your day going? And I always, I'm like, yo, like, yeah, that's different. I don't feel that. Yeah. Growing, growing up where, how I grew up, I didn't see that a lot. Almost zero. I never yeah. had, especially, I, I'm only speaking on, uh, on the perspective of somebody going to just local things around the city where I grew up. And it was just kind of like, all right, man, I don't matter. But Profil felt like, Again, it's, the, it's not our spot, but it's our spot. Yes. Where, again, if niggas get out of line, we gonna get out of line. Like, yo, that's the spot. Yep. You can't be doing this. Yes. Like, change that behavior. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't, you and Rachel ain't gotta tell us shit. No. Where we'll handle that. Where we're just like, yo, you're bugging. You can't come around here like that. It, God willing, thank God, no situation ever happened like that. Yeah. Like you, like you said, but if it did, but again, you guys mean so much to us, and the space means so much to yeah. us. There's like, yo, you ain't got to tell us to protect this shit. Yeah, like no, this again is one of the headquarters. When niggas say, yo, we at Prof, say less, nigga. I'm pulling up. Yeah, I, I don't give unless I'm at work and I'm yeah. about to miss this shit. Yeah, again, because the kickbacks, I be mad I'm missing them because I'm like, I only caught one. Yeah. Because Franco's my mans. So I'm just like, yo, I love, he always plays some shit. And nigga, when you had that in the tuck? You ain't play that. You didn't tell me that shit. Like, you didn't send me Let that me shit. Let me tell you. <laughs> the sneaky he... motherfucker. The sneakiest Italian I know. He's the only Italian I know. But like, it's just like, yo. He needs he... to calm down, basically. Like, for real. <laughs> like, they're going crazy. Bruh. This Darkwood project, they're getting ready to drop. I, I haven't heard nothing yet. It just needs to get in the right hands. Mm. Just like several other artists in this city. Yeah. But this is one of them ones that I 100% have not heard anything like it. Mm. He- you know when you, when you hear... Um, a body of work from when it starts to finish and it just, it rides, right? Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while you can knock one out and you're like, eh, I, I right. didn't really need that, right? Mm-hmm. What they have right now is a full body of work from top to bottom that is 100% listenable from start to finish every song, but also each song can be independently pulled out as a single. Mm. Not just two or three. And, and that's hard to do. If they drop, let's just say they dropped eight to ten tracks right now. They could get eight to ten tracks that I promise you, you would not stop on. Mm. It's something crazy. I don't know. Like, I've never heard anything about it. But I got a pop ass ear. 
Mm-hmm. But I think that pop ass ear has heard some great music in this city, mm-hmm. right? So like, I've not heard anything like this. So whatever Franco is doing, it should work. Yeah, I, and what, whatever what? KP is, keep doing it. Yeah, whatever go- you're doing, keep doing it. It's it's crazy. Cause on the last episode, I was talking about this. I was just like, yo, like yo, I'm like yo, Franco, you and Rachel. Have some shit. Oh, yeah. 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 There's two Rachels up in there. Oh, how do you say her last name? Oh, absolutely. Bouzier. So Rachel Bouzier. Absolutely. And Frank, I I, I was saying like, yo, look, y'all niggas need to tap in, lock into the lab, and just make a weed album. Not just a weed album, but like incorporate like Rachel's personality where it's like fashion and like good, good meals at like Michelin star restaurants. Yes. That's Rachel's style. Yes. I'm telling I'm telling you. Yes. Like, and I'm like, yo, it that'll be some shit where it's again, it's really all about the women. Where if Rachel can get the women, and I'm like, yo, I see it. Again, I'm not no AR nigga or no like manager. So it's hard for me to kind of convey it into a, a way where it's like, yo, y'all understand what I'm saying? But I'm like, yo, it's like she has it. Like she has, like, trust me, she has the fashion, she has the 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 personality, she has the voice. If if y'all just come with Franco's production and her, just boom. Yeah. It's gonna be like on some No worries. Thank you. No worries. Anderson Pack, knowledge type shit. Narles Barkley with Mm -hmm. CeeLo and Danger Mouse, where it's just like like and, again, and and the fact that it's in St. Louis, I'm like, yo, y'all got it. Y'all just had to execute it. Right. Just do it. And again, the Darkwood shit, I haven't heard anything yet, but I can't wait to hear it. Oh. But cause, but the fact that Franco's been frontlining it and being like, yo, when this drops, when y'all hear this, you guys are gonna just be amazed at it. And, and again, he don't talk like that normally. Oh. Like, he usually just drops some shit and be like, oh, yeah, I did that shit. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, but this, he's been frontlining it a lot, and I can't wait to hear it. And the thing is, people don't know that Franco been making music for 10 plus years. Right. Like, he yeah. went to college, he went to college for it. But he's been making, like, beats for people for 10 plus years. And that's yeah. like, y'all seeing it now. Some of y'all seeing it for the first time, but it's just like, Franco been that guy forever. Yeah. To me, definitely. But like, like he just when he locked in the studio with G Easy, yes, in yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Like, a fact, they they went to school together. Yeah, and like he he, um, and again he doesn't bring it up. He's like, yo, yeah, man. <laughs> I used to play. Man. I used to play live He's instruments cold, for him. Like I cornered him though for them for them uh, for these field clubs, man. He was like, when he basically was like, when when can I DJ in here? Uh, you know, like one time. I'm like, actually, uh, <laughs> ah, since you uh, mentioned it, one time. Uh, what about it. every other Friday? I'll feed you great pizza. Wait, so is it is it this Nikki's. Friday? Yeah, it'll be the one this Friday. Nikki's. I think. Yeah. I, I think. And I'm not. hope I'm hoping he can pull through. So he was supposed to come through with pizza the previous Friday, but he cracked a tooth like an hour before he's supposed to slide with pizza. And <laughs> he was like, sorry, bro, can't make it. Cracked a tooth on a, a crouton. Gotta watch some croutons. But the fact buddy. that he he 
he loves me enough to text me and be like, bro, like, I've been like, fuck y'all, my tooth cracked. I There's no updates. <laughs> you just ain't going to hear from me, right? But he took the time, an hour out from a field club to be like, bro, sorry, I can't. He would say, slide with the za. <laughs> Right. That's a Franco shit. Right. So, oh, this is this is Nikki slices. So, but uh, Franco, if Franco need to pull up with the pizza too. Right. So we would. Oh, uh, I would, had say he's a Detroit pizza, right? Yeah. Yep. That shit was fire. Yes. That shit was fire. But Franco need to uh, get the pies going again yes. too, because yes. I picked one up uh, over the pandemic, bro. Yep. I drove somewhere around here in St. Louis. <laughs> I picked, up. He pulled up, slid it in my car, and I drove off with it. <laughs> Take it home. I got went straight to the crib. <laughs> Toss some stickers in that bitch for me. Mark, take over. Hey, Bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the champagne. It's Nah, man. I love Nikki's pizza though. But yeah, Franco, you need to come back with your pizza, man. Just one I pizza know. party. One pizza. Well, not just well, one. Keep it on low for us. For us. One profiled pizza, pizza party. party. Just yeah. one. Not keep it for us. Us, us. No. no, I don't. I don't want to share it too much. We'll hang. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, man, this is wow, man. Thank you again for coming through, man. This has been like. I've been on here talking crazy. This has been sorry. a super heartfelt episode. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, all donors, investors. Uh, like, this might give you some donors. Hey, like, oh, my God, his story is so hey, real. His story is so great. Really? Here's a million dollars, Chris. Just It's six figures. Do what you want. Just give me an accountant, a lawyer, <laughs> someone to pack some orders, and we can get it cracking. Right. No, right? I'm not asking for much. And like, really, you don't really need much. I don't. Unless we get, unless you making money like that, right? But like, but uh, fuck nah, around, fuck around and crowdfund. Hey, but, listen, that's how you got to do but it. Then that's that's scary. It's but no, it's crowdfunding. Like, yeah, that's this scary. is what y'all, this is what y'all paid. Like, y'all may get a t-shirt, special made t-shirt. This person not for you, but like, Spike Lee was doing it for a long time. I right. mean, other, I mean, a lot of filmmakers do it in general. But I remember Spike Lee, as famous he is and much notoriety he has, a lot of movies he made was crowdfunded. Like, a lot of lately. Because he was just like, the studio not seeing the vision. Honestly, I think it would be cool to do it that way. But I don't know what comes with all that. So, like, Uh as of right now, could it be on the table? I don't know. I think it could be a new way of, like, it's not a new concept. But I think... Really just showing pro field in real time being like built by the community or yes. just the people that believe in it in general instead of just waiting for someone to come hand over some money. Right. And, it, and I can still continue to build it in the way I want. But I miss the point. It's not asking too much. Yeah, it's the co- That's like, what I don't, you know, you seem like beggy, beggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, like for no. real. Like I, I would love to keep 100% ownership of pro field, yeah. right? But, like, the things that I aspire for it to be, I am not going to be able to do that on my own. Nah. It's, I, I mean, am. This, you need the people. And if we all, like, we all help yeah. build it up. It wasn't just you solo, dolo, but it's just, like, as oh, people, no. we, Absolutely. we all help build it up. So I'm thinking, like, doing a campaign like that would be super, super dope. We do, like, a, yeah, I do, like, a small, just crowdfunding, just, like, yo, this is where we at. And this is where we can be. I I think that would be like 
what I would want to at least attempt before I would let someone come in with money and take ownership. Because I've had a business where someone's taken ownership and came in and just, like, ruined everything. Mm. But also, if the right amount of money comes along, you you also have to listen, too, before you go, am I going to crowdfund this? Because I can still crowdfund, but then I'm still left to... I still got to find my uh, own attorney, my own account, my own, like, Mm. still infrastructure where it'd be easier just to be, like, give us your infrastructure that's already proven and it's already handling multiple accounts that are similar to you, yours, right? So it's still that type thing, right? It's a... What side of the coin do you want to... Because running a small business by yourself is a lot of work. It is a lot. Um, it is a lot of what what are what are some I'm glad you brought that up. What are some of the things that kind of took you by surprise when running a small business where you was like, yo, I was not expecting this. You know, uh, where let's get on some deep stuff. So you know, business is business, money is money, placing mm-hmm. orders, placing orders, taking it and like been doing it my whole life. Like right. right, worked retail, it comes with it's the when you have to work within the space by yourself all the time, that can be with the hardest thing, right? Because, like, I set myself up where I had no, like, for a bit of time, I didn't really have employees. Like, right. Rachel would come and help me, right? Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I'm back there, like, making all the inventory myself, stocking the store, mm-hmm. and then unlocking the door, selling it, cleaning up, coming back and making more things and but a lot of the time I was there by myself because I'm I don't have the foot traffic mm-hmm. right so a lot of days I'm just sitting there hoping someone comes in <laughs> <laughs> hoping someone buys something that I've spent hours and hours making right right so like and even just up until not too long ago just when I'm a very like matter of fact person when i put those like store hours up mm-hmm. i'm gonna be there it's about showing up and being consistent whether i want to be there or not right so like i felt beholden to the store mm-hmm. so like i'm actually i am an employee to myself yeah because I am the type of person I'm going to hold myself accountable. So if I say that shop's going to be open from 10 to 6, and you got to keep it stocked, and you got to keep up and all, okay. So from 10 to 6, you're here. Yeah. But that's when the magic happened, because people could start coming in and cornering me. (laughs) (laughs) Right? They could start coming in and pitching me ideas. But also, there's still so much of, like, I'm in the same space all the time yeah. and I don't have a life out of this and I and I keep extending my hours because I keep saying yes to things. Mm. So it was like, oh, I just want to go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Not on some stuff just like I physically couldn't. Like for real. I miss all this shit. Trust me. Ask mm-hmm. Rachel. Like I'd be out here. I would be out here. I just can't. I'm 41 at this point. Mm-hmm. That's still young, but, like, I need to be home now. Right. <laughs> I need to be home. Like, I need to have a semblance of, like, a real life and to have, like, my own moments. Yeah. 
right? Because it can't just be. Yeah, right. Because I can't just, all my moments just can't be on a high with just the homies at all times. Like, then you start getting a little detached. Like, what the fuck is even going on? Like, what is even, like, life's a whirlwind, Mm. right? And a a lot of, like, life to me like that feels like, because I've just been on this just, like, mad dash of, like, chasing after the American dream. Mm-hmm. moving from place to place, trying to figure out where I fit at in St. Louis and how to be a partner, a father, a business owner. Making new friends with people that, like, never expected to meet. That's been one of the craziest things. It's like, never did I ever expect any of this to happen. You know how some people kind of feel like they got, like, kind of life, like, this is how it's going to be. Figured out. Like, every day is new to me because never did, like... For real, when I say, like, feel like you dropped, like, an alien, like, every day is very much, like, something new is going to happen today. <laughs> there was a, uh, there was a, uh, a picture, um, I don't know who took it, but it was just me and a black spade just talking in front of Profile, and it was, just thinking about it, I was just like, like, this is... Like, crazy. Like, I never thought I would be in front of a place that felt like home and talking to one of my idols in front of it. Yeah. And just, we weren't talking about nothing important. I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about. But it it was just, it was just one of those things where, again, it's like the do the right thing thing where it's just like, this is the neighborhood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all it is yeah. to us. And then we we break bread. It's kind of like, yeah. I don't want to bring it and make, because it's not this comparison, but it's like breaking bread with one of the the families of the mob bosses. Where it's just like, yo, we, we're in profile. Oh, I got to get something. I have yeah. to get something. Right. Yeah. It's like, yo, I'll pull up. I got to get something. Yeah. Like, with a T-shirt, whatever. Like, I gotta get something. Yeah. It, it just makes sense. And it's crazy. I never set out to do this. <laughs> just, I was just walking down Cherokee. Oh, what even, a nice spot Even this after is. getting the spot, <laughs> this was never in the cards. Mm-hmm. I just thought I was opening a shop and people would just come buy shirts. And right. I would go home at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> You thought, nigga. (laughs) No, like, straight up. Like, a different person every day of the week, and you just collect money. (laughs) (laughs) Go home. Go home. Like, straight up. Like, I did not think, like... He said, I'm not about that. Damn, I'm going to infiltrate the creative community and and figure out, like... But I don't think you infiltrate. You know what I'm saying? It was just, um... People say I just I felt like it just dropped out of nowhere and everyone was just hella confused. Just hella confused. Like, I, where the hell did you come from? I like, know. What the, is going on right now? Where did this guy come from? Where did this store come from? What is he you can't even really find me. I I the the, the like, I am like a ghost kinda out here. So it had to be a little weird. I I felt at times, I was just, like, super nervous how people felt about me, like, 
even just taking up space and being an outsider. But well, well, hold up. Yeah. Which did you have certain people like a demographic no, or just people just, in general? No, it's just how I felt. Okay. Just taking up space and just just having a store in St. Louis and it was working. Mm. Right? Right. And I'm like, oh, and I'm seeing great work around me, and I see the amount of passion and drive people are putting into their own stuff. And then I'm like, oh, the, the work's great. That's dope. And they're like, oh, they've been trying to, they've been doing that for 10 years. And I'm like, oh, I'm taking up, like, you know? Because you come along, you end up being this shiny new toy, and it was easy for people to make me the shiny new toy because I had no, like, ties to anyone. Right, because when I seen, again, I think this was kind of like the, the, the launch pad was with Jerry, where I seen Jerry and Rachel do some in-store performance. I'm like, oh, so we that's what we doing? We opening up the spot like this? And, of course, the wheels get turning on the creative mind. Yeah. We're just kind of like, yo, what can we do? Absolutely. To, like, how right? can we get down? <clears throat> I think that, and then, of course, with your mind adding the merch element to it. Absolutely. Where it's just like, oh, shit. Like, mm-hmm. so this is how we can can build. I can take any, I can take any podcaster, any artist, any, and brand them and build out a whole fucking merch line. Yeah. Uh, a whole storyline, a whole brand kit, a whole play this part. Mm-hmm. Like, honest, I could probably, like, I just like tearing things down and building them back up in a way that makes them valuable, right? Or starting things from the ground up and making them valuable. That I used to think that was kind of like a disease. Oh, it's horrible. Because um, I, don't, I don't know how familiar you are with um, Nipsey Hussle's brother, Black Sam, where I remember I was watching an interview with him. And he just has this infatuation of, he's like, yeah, like, Nipsey had rapped about how we buried this money and we tried to count it and it was molded. He said, like, I was kind of excited to just build it back up. Mm-hmm. Like, just from scratch. Yeah. Where he's just like, yo, where other people would think, like, nigga, are you nuts? Mm-hmm. Like, you about to be broke again. Yeah. And back on these corners, he's like, yo, like, no, nah, like, bro, like, I... That's what I yeah. like to do. Like, is I like yeah. to build things from rubble <laughs> and bring it. Absolutely. Because it, 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 for one, he the way he explained it, it was like, yo, it kept me out of bullshit where I'm just uber focused on like, yo, I lost all this. Cool. Let me get it back. Yeah. I'm going to show myself that I can get it back again. Absolutely. And again, again that's where and he told me, yo, it felt like a disease. Yeah, like I'm hyper-focused. I'm hyper-focused on this, like, whatever this finish line is, right? Mm-hmm. The finish line is, to me, how my brain works and how I build businesses or how, like, just because I don't come from money, right? Right. But the ultimate goal is to build something so big that it changes everything behind me and around me. that's all I want to do I like that right Mm. why can can Profield not be a multi-million dollar entity in St. Louis and create good paying jobs and 
be able to invest in the photographers, the videographers, um, everything. Mm-hmm. Everything within the city, even pulling in homies that do food, right? Right. The people that serve drinks, the um, even the vintage shops, Cherokee Street. Any place that, like, Profil can have, like, some type of just an authentic relationship with that entity. Mm-hmm. I just think, yeah. I think Profil could change a lot if if just provided the things it needed to get the money and the opportunities and the exposure into as many hands as possible because what helps with me and what I was I am very uh I can facilitate those decisions because I'm I don't have uh like there's no ties right Right. I'm not beholden to anyone. Right. So I can base the talent just on the talent. Yep. I am the most non-biased person. There's no politics involved. There's no politics. Mm-hmm. I'm going to base your artwork, your podcast, your photos, your whatever. You're creating a play. Your whatever it may be. I respect it for what it is. And if it meets a certain standard, it needs to be shown mm. with politics set aside. That song needs to be heard, politics aside. Right. Like, the best of the best should always have a platform in this city and some space in front of everybody. Right. Why is it... it, It's only better for the city to have more artists in every lane... Yeah. ...or whomever exposure. Why not? It brings more money, it brings more eyes, it brings more, right? Like, there should be avenues for the local scene to be seen at, a, at an elevated level. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I just don't understand. I, can't, I, I don't have the time, but someone does. Mm-hmm. Someone has the keys to that to just kind of open up the floodgates a little bit and just, if you're putting in the work, we're going to put you on. Right. Politics aside, and I don't even know what the politics are, right? Uh, yeah, but we don't even know they exist. But here's the thing: the music, the beautiful music that I'm hearing, isn't going. It's not going anywhere. It's literally hitting Instagram's wall and bouncing right back to them. Mm. Mm. Like I'm seeing, like Jerry's music, and I don't know, right? Jerry's, Eddie's, Zotto, um, the the Darkwood guys, um, Four Deep, mm-hmm. and there's hella more. I know I shouldn't be naming names, right? But like, <laughs> these are the homies. These are the people that right. fall through. So that's why, like, they get brought up, mm-hmm. right? Um, their music just needs to be just put out, right? You know. Like, Domino Effect should have had a platform when you guys dropped, right? right. Like, I listened to it. The music is great. Mm. Why is the city of St. Louis not able to hear it in, a, mm. in an organic but elevated way? Right. Like it's the norm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's more than enough 
great music to fill up a few hours on a major, like, channel, station. Right. Are you telling me that's not possible? What benefit is it to not have that a part of, like, the ecosystem of the entertainment industry for St. Louis? Right. Because that segment can can be streamed and everywhere. Yeah, because I always looked at it like where it's... Okay, if you're going to any other city, you got your shit. I respect it. I follow the protocol of your city. So if I go to Atlanta and... I'm pulling up in Atlanta, whether it's, whether I'm in the projects or I'm in the, the burbs of Atlanta, and people tell me, yo, these are the guys and the women, I'm going to take y'all word for it yeah. because that's your city. Yeah. So I, I can't be like, oh, no, nah, this ain't the person. I think that needs to happen here where it's just kind of like, hey, the people that you just named, it, these are the, the people. Yeah. Like, this is what you need to be tapped into because Absolutely. we said so. You're a guest yes. here. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. There's there's too much talent here that there should just not be a pipeline of success in some right with and all it takes as an artist of course it has to be just well done, but mm-hmm. like all you need is exposure. Yeah. You need to build your backlog. Because yep. then you can take the backlog and go to other cities or other venues and say, I sold out a 50-person venue. And then six months later, I sold out a 150-person venue. Mm-hmm. Right? But you're not affording anyone those spaces to like come in and do those because the stages are limited. Yep. And there's only so many places to do that or show that. Mm. Um and it's hard, right? I already told you, I opened the floodgate and I was like, God damn, like so much talent that I am like dying. Yeah, I can't physically <laughs> like, keep up with this. Like that's like, fucking crazy that like, I could not keep up with the amount of talent and the amount of talent that was coming to me to say, can we use Profield as a resource to show our things, mm-hmm. our, our the music, our art, our clothing, our books. I couldn't keep up. I wish I could. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's an appetite, and there just needs to be more, like, doors opened up so, like, I can continue that, like, that journey again. But, like, right. as of right now, it's, like, it's kind of had to been a little more curated yeah. so we can still get a little, like, piece of that. But, like... And we're and we're looking into things too, right? right? Like how do you how do you take what worked in the past and like flip it on its head now, still make it accessible, but like in a more like curated way. So kind of how I see like Pro Filled at some point like being able to do um like private listening parties, right? Mm. So like you're able to pull in, you know, your select few, yeah. come listen to a new body of work. We'll feed you, put a drink in your hand, right? It's You brought out Carlos Rossi. I respect <laughs> you for that. Right? I, res- I really, I, it, it was on the weekend I wasn't drinking, but I saw it, I'm like, okay, hey, right. taste. Exactly, <laughs> taste. right? 
uh, there's nothing better than a jug of Carlo. Yeah, bro, like, you had the full <laughs> jug out on oh. the tray, and I was like, yo. I had to, uh, It's one of them nights. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was funding those, but uh, people just started standing by the jug the whole night, so I had to take that away. Like, <laughs> well, I was just watching, like, well, you just drunk $20 worth of wine and about... And that Rossi sneaks up on to, you. Yeah. Like, that ain't no punk. And, and I, so this is how, like, insane I'm like, I got to get the little cups now, too. <laughs> Stretch this uh, bottle of Rossi out, man. Bro, I, I, I see now, like, oh, yeah, I know where I'm at. <laughs> no, I, I do not have, so I like bougie shit, right? But I do not have a bougie shit, my uh, bougie bone in my body. Like, exactly. I don't give a fuck, You, you like... Thank no. you. You're speaking I, I my like language the right now. Shit, man. You, you are speaking my language. I, I had to break down a couple weeks ago. Again, it was the bougie label. Like, you think you're too good? I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's <laughs> let's stop. Let's pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah. I just like finer things in yes. certain moments. Yes. That's all. Absolutely. Like that's that's all. I'm... Now again, it started over an argument over Afrobeats music. <laughs> <laughs> Like, where, again, I had, okay, tell me if I'm tripping. Any nigga in here can tell, please let me know, because I'm always open to feedback. Okay, all I said was, I don't play Afro beats when there's not women around. I was like, I'm not listening to that shit alone. I think Afro beats is made for the woman anatomy. Where it's just kind of like, all right, I need a woman in my presence when listening to this because the way they move to the music, yeah. it's that's for me. When I'm cleaning my crib, I'm not playing it. I'm playing Isley Brothers. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm playing strictly right. what I was raised on, whether it's some super gangster music, like some DJ Quick shit, yeah. or it's just going to be strictly R&B, like Anita Baker, Sade, or some shit like that. And... Afro beats don't. Oh, it, it just turned into an ordeal, and then I became bougie. Oh, and yeah. that, that that's where I was kind of like, yo, I just I look, I'll play no. Afro beats when you come around. Listen, I wear the same. You'll see me in the same fucking eight articles of clothing until they're falling apart. Mm-hmm. But the meal has to be fire, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, it's like, it's just certain things that just have to be... Like, I could give two shits. Like, Thank you. Overall, I don't care what people wear, what they drive, what they listen to, what they into, who they love, what whatever. Do you treat me how I want to be treated? Thank you. And if you do... Preach, the, preach. The door is open. Like, I really don't give a fuck. I'm not... But I do like some bougie shit. But I'm not mm. gonna just. That's not gonna be. That's not my personality. Thank that's you. Just, um, because when this shit hit, I'm not gonna change. I think y'all know that, right? right. Like the right. shit gonna hit right exactly. at some point. If it don't, damn, fuck, whatever. <laughs> but, but no, nah, it will. But it nothing changes because just building it different with a different mindset. Like to me. It's once this, like, overflow of success hits is how do I disperse it 
the right way. Mm-hmm. So the community, like, benefits from it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, I just hired this uh, firm from L.A. now. <laughs> right? See you guys. Oh, my, my, my e-commerce coder is, like, based out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no. Like, if I can have it made, printed... Physically brought to life. I want to do it here in St. Louis. Mm. Or at least create it here in St. Louis. Right? There has to be... Like, every pipeline has to... from Someone from St. Louis has to touch it. Whether it's leaving or coming. Mm. Right? Yeah. That's a fact. So... I feel like I'm sitting on a global brand. I know I'm sitting on a global brand. But I just have to find someone else that believes that as well. You're right. Because a global brand's gonna take hella, hella, hella money. Like, I'm talking like Profield could have its own footwear line, it could have its own sports equipment. Yeah. It could have its own stores. You could slap that shit on the side of a kayak. You could put it on some mountain boots. Bro. You could put it on an axe. The name like, itself, I told you, it, it sounds like you got a garden in the back. I know it sounds crazy. Maybe not an axe. I don't know. But, like, if designed right, it could be fire. Like, I don't know. They got professional, like, axe throwing. Could be hard. Right? There's a silver line in everything. There's... You know, I've been doing these, like... I don't mean to... I've been doing, like, these kind of these corporate partnerships, right? Which mm-hmm. is, like, dope. And I'm always, like, I lead with, like, I got to, like, I'm always, like, I got to make sure that this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's what I lead with because I want to protect, like, the authenticity of Profilled. Mm-hmm. But then I was watching some, it was, like, the 2010s, like, thing on, it's, uh, you know how they be streaming, like, the timeline, like, documentaries where it tells you, like, what that era was about. It's kind of like I love the nineties. Yeah, like so I'm pretty sure it was either, it was either the 2000 or the 2010s, and I love these things, right? Mm-hmm. And they showed some like model show, and it was like this like great like runway, all white, and then the backdrop said Colgate. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> that's pretty click. I'm like, oh, it don't fucking matter. Right. <laughs> oh. Right. They've been doing this. Exactly. Right? There's been these, like, mergers and partnerships that, like, you go, eh. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you just, listen, it benefits everybody. I do it. Like, I'm always going to find the silver lining. Like, I I love the challenge. It's just let me control the factors and we'll, it'll be as good as it can be. But mm-hmm. it was it was crazy, right? Like, I was like, like oh, that's great, like. Runway, and then I'm like, oh, that thing on the back wall is ruining it for me. What does that say? Colgate? Colgate? Oh my God. <laughs> like, this is corny. Like, a whole, like, tube of, like, toothpaste behind these, like, high item, like, outfits. I'm like, oh, this is bad. This is bad. It's great. So, out. I want to end it like this. Yeah. If. The younger you yeah. saw you now, what do you think the younger you would be most proud of? Ooh. 
what would younger Chris be proud of? That I kept going. That for real. I know probably a lot of people that I kept going. Mm. Kept going. Like all the way from childhood, I didn't need to survive. Like at all. Mm. Right? Like all the odds were against me. Wasn't supposed to live, lived. Then it was, if he lives, he's gonna be a vegetable his whole life. Oh. He's not going to be a vegetable. Oh, well, he's just going to have learning disabilities his whole life. Grew out of those, and it's like one obstacle after another, right? It was always something like I'm, like, running a 100-meter hurdle race, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, it's more than 100 meters. It's been 41 years. So I'm hoping that, like, this kind of starts turning into, like, a steeplechase, you know, and it's a little more... Like, more flat running, and then every once in a while you got to jump over to some shit. Maybe you may trip and fall in a little water, and then Mm -hmm. you can get back up and run for a good amount of distance before exerting yourself again. Right. Right. That's where I'm trying to get at in life at this point. But Mm. (laughs) it's really been on some, like, fuck, hurdle after hurdle after hurdle. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would say I'm proud of myself for continuing going because, like, Born with no resources, spit out in the world with no resources. Everything that I have up to this day has been earned, scratch, clawed, mm. like gathered. So, yeah, I'm glad that I just keep going because eventually it's all going to pay off. And, yeah, it's going to change a lot of people's lives once it does. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how the fuck you do an interview. Man. That's how the fuck you you represent the brand, your team, your your vision, your your beliefs. It is what it is. How, wait, hold up. How the fuck you come up with the name Profit Reserve? Oh, I was really high. Thank you. And we'll end it just like that. That's how we smoke trees, nigga.